Welcome to the official podcast of Apostolic Lighthouse. We'd like to thank you for listening today. We pray this message blesses you and encourages you to see that God is working in your life. Enjoy the message. I love it. It actually smells like a birthday party in here because we blew out all the candles. I love it. Well, you guys, I think I was about 12. And I had gone to remember Robinson's May. I had gone to Robinson's May with my mother. And we were walking through the different departments. And lo and behold, I spotted what I wanted for Christmas. It was girly. And it gleamed under the department store lights. It was a watch that looked like a Tiffany bracelet. It was dual action. It told time and it looked pretty. And I remember the branded everything because it was a thousand times cheaper than an actual Tiffany bracelet. And instead of a heart-shaped charm hanging off of this silver-plated chain, it was a heart-shaped watch. And I was in love, okay? And if nothing else, that is all that I wanted for Christmas. Well, the time came to make our Christmas list and that watch was at the very top of mine. Historically, my mother has always gotten her shopping done early. Gifts are wrapped and under the tree. One thing about my mother, she doesn't procrastinate on anything. She's always ready for everything weeks before it actually is coming around. Now me, on the other hand, I'm as last minute Charlie as they come, like I still have to go pick up a gift today. I realize things are closed, but we're going to work through that. So bless. Thank you, Jesus. I'm like the, I don't wrap anything. Like if anything, I throw stuff in a bag. I've even given my parents gifts and grocery bags before because I'm that last minute. Okay. Ain't nobody got time for wrapping. If I do like a Christmas bag and tissue, we're doing good. Okay. So as you all know, my mom does not mess around on anything. And so I want to say it was like late November, early December, And here we are, Christmas is on the way. At our house, gifts were already wrapped and under the tree. Well, we had a friend over, and I think my parents were like out doing errands or something, I can't remember. It's me, it's Renee, and it's this girl, okay? We're all sitting around, and our friend goes, hey, do you wanna see what you got for Christmas? Knowing Renee, she immediately fled the scene because, Let's face it, she's always innocent, okay? Like, we know that. So now we're down to two. And me, on the other hand, I'm like, well, that's the most exciting idea you've had all day. Now it's a party, okay? So seconds later, our friend is belly crawling under our Christmas tree. And she's holding up gifts and then trying to put them back exactly where my mom had placed them under the tree in the first place. And you know what? It was a real nail biter because ornaments were getting jostled as she slides further down beneath the tree. Mind you, I'm as far away from the crime scene as possible. So like the other side of the living room. And she would scan gift tags and not pick up anything that didn't have our names on it. Well, finally, she reaches the back of the tree and she pulls out this small box with my name on it. She gently peels back the tape at the end, folds back the wrapping paper, and she goes, yep, it's a watch box. And then she tapes it carefully back together and places it back under the tree. 
Did I ever tell you about that? Well, it sure feels good to come clean, doesn't it? <laughs> Merry Christmas. You guys, I had never done that, and I've never done that since. I had never peeked ahead in kids. I don't recommend it because that girl grew up, and she's a horrible human being now, but bless. <laughs> okay. I won't say criminal, but close. Okay. So, but my day was made. My week was made. You guys, my entire holiday season was made because all I wanted for Christmas was already under the Christmas tree. And now that I had peeked ahead, the gift, the outcome for that Christmas, it was already in sight. When Christmas actually came and I got the gift that I already knew was coming, I didn't have to put on some Academy Award-winning performance. I got exactly what I wanted. It didn't change the value of it at all. That's all that I wanted for Christmas. But I had a knowledge leading up to Christmas of what was to come. You know, at this time of year, we often revisit the story of our Savior's birth, don't we? And we take it from Matthew, or we, we look at Luke when we're revisiting these scriptures. Well, I'm reading the book of Isaiah right now, and I never realized until recently that the book of Isaiah is the first time recorded in history that the birth of Christ is actually foretold of. The prophecy is found in Isaiah 7.14. We can look at the screen together. Therefore, the Lord himself will give you a sign. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son and shall call his name Emmanuel. And Emmanuel means God with us. If you study the notes on this passage, my dad, I, I kind of like stole it, and so then he just gave it to me, his little study Bible. But if you study the notes on that passage, the prophet saw Mary as though she already were. A specific woman was already in view, but it's important for you to know that this prophecy was given 700 years before Christ was born. How amazing is that? God gave Isaiah the vision more than 700 years before the birth of Jesus. And then if we skip ahead to chapter 9, verse 6, it says, For unto us a child is born, unto us the son is given, and the government will be upon his shoulder. And his name will be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Amen. Isaiah got a glimpse of the ultimate Christmas gift, yes. the Messiah, more than 700 years before the birth of Christ. But the gift, the plan, everything was in clear sight of what was to come. You know, when you look at our Bibles and you read the last chapter of the book of Malachi, in order to get to the book of Matthew, you just turn the page. This page turn from the Old Testament to the New Testament represents 400 years where God was silent. And all we have to do to pick up the story is just turn the page. History says that no one heard from God in this space and time for 400 years. He just simply stopped speaking. Imagine in those 400 silent years when people would grow restless and people would grow hopeless, what would they do? They would dust off the scrolls of Isaiah. They would dust off the vision of Isaiah 
and they would encourage themselves with those scriptures. Therefore, the Lord himself will give you a sign. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son and shall call his name God with us. And when they were having a hard day, they could revisit for unto us a child is born. It's spoken as though it already were, even though it's to come. And unto us a son is given, and the government will be upon his shoulder, and his name will be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, and Prince of Peace. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. So generation after generation, 400 years go by, and God is silent. And let me tell you something today. If you ever find yourself in a season where you're struggling to hear from God or looking for a new answer or a new way, it's all here. Mm -hmm. It's always been here. Yes. And we don't need a new way. Jesus is the way. Yes, amen. If you're looking for answers, the answer is Jesus. Thank you, So Jesus. stop waiting for something to be dropped on your doorstep or in your lap and start searching the scriptures. Read them, hear them, meditate on the word of God. People want to, you know, I'm sorry. Let me just take a second. People want to sage and meditate and you know, find themselves and this and that. Everybody's looking for something. The something is here. Yes, Everything amen. else is a cheap knockoff. Yes. It will never fulfill you. Yes. If I'm meditating on anything, I'm meditating on the goodness of God. Yes, I'm not amen. trying to go off into some spirit. Jesus is the spiritual place I want to venture yes, out into. Thank you, Jesus. John 539 says, you search the scriptures. See, we got to do a little something. You can't just sit here and do nothing. But if you search the scriptures, guess what? These are they which testify of me. Thank you want you some Jesus? Jesus? Look for him in his scriptures. He's there. Yes. Crack open that Bible. Believe me, he's there. Amen. If you get ever get weary in well-doing, if you ever find yourself in a place where you're missing hope and you're, and you're needing some encouragement, we get the privilege of looking ahead. Just Thank like you, Isaiah Jesus. got to look ahead, we get to look ahead. Yes. We know Thank that you, very Jesus. soon there will come a day when there is no more tears and no more sadness. Yes. There yes. will be no sickness and there will be no pain. You, there is coming a day where mourning will be turned to dancing and sorrow into joy. Where the saints of God will spend eternity with Christ Jesus in heaven. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. We know what's coming, and it's all good. Guess what? We win. Yes. Guess what? We've already won. Yes. We get to speak as though it were yes. because Thank we've you, already Jesus. seen Thank the you, end Jesus. from the beginning. And kind of like my little watch box that I got a peek of the end before it was sealed back up and put under the Christmas tree, you know, the knowledge of something is different than experiencing it. So we get the knowledge of what's to come. Knowing I was getting a watch was a lot different than actually opening the box, putting it around my wrist, knowing that it's there, getting to look down and appreciate it. The Bible, although it tells us of what's to come, you know God left a lot of exciting details out. 
We have only scratched the surface of yes. God saying, I'm going to prepare a place for you. Yes. And it is going to blow your mind. And, and there are visual pictures in this book of what's to come. But yes. believe me, it's only scratching Thank the surface. Jesus. And until we experience it and reach eternity with our Savior, it's just a glimpse. Thank you, Jesus. Isaiah got the privilege of seeing what was to come as though it already were. And I'm reminded of that scripture if we look at Jeremiah 1.5. Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I sanctified you. Sanctified means to set apart. How powerful is that? Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I set you apart. You know, we serve a God that sees the end from the beginning. And he saw us as though we were before we were even a glimmer in our parents' eyes or a thought in their minds. Only God can do that. And you know, Jesus is the gift that keeps on giving. And when he lives inside of you, you become a light bearer and a gift bearer. I love those scriptures that we read earlier. We are all created for a special purpose. And you know what I firmly believe? We are all an answer to somebody's prayers. Mm -hmm. oh, how special you are. Yes. You're an answer you, to someone's prayers. There's something that you were created for, and there's someone that you were created for. And you know, God is love, and love was born that day in Bethlehem. And we were created to love one another. We were put on this earth for each other. And God created you, formed you, and set you apart specifically for this moment in time, Thank for this Jesus. moment in history. And you know what? Your life not only matters, you have a calling and a purpose beyond your wildest dreams. Amen. And you know, because of the ultimate gift, because of Jesus, you through him are the gifts that keep on giving. And now, more than ever before, this world needs hope, don't we? Yes. Now, more than ever before, this world needs peace. Now, more than ever before, this world needs love, encouragement, joy, comfort. Yes. And all of these things are found in the greatest gift of all in Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. And you know, thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. And I really don't think there's any birthday gift that we could give him quite like being his light bearers. You know, Jesus gave me the light. I'm going to let it shine. We should all shine forth for Jesus. Amen. May we be his hands and feet this year and always. May we see people as God sees them and love people as Christ loves freely and without agenda. And in so doing, we glorify and magnify and point back to the creator of all things, Christ Jesus. Yes. Thank you, Jesus. And you know, if you have not freely accepted the gift of salvation, I invite you to do that. If you have been hesitant to accept this gift that God has so freely given to you, that's all that this is, is a gift. You know, it doesn't cost us anything. That's the beautiful thing about God. He's the gift, and he never comes empty-handed. He came to, get, to bear our sins on the cross. He was born for our salvation, for our deliverance, to rescue us, born specifically for bearing sins he did not commit on a cross. He came to die so that we might live. 
And we cannot fully be everything that God created us to be without fully surrendering to him. And what does full surrender look like? Well, it looks like repenting of our sins and turning away from the things that we once did. It's asking God to forgive us of our sins. And it's being baptized in the precious name of Jesus. And when we are baptized, our sins are washed away, and the Bible says they are remembered no more. Amen. And then it's receiving the gift of the Holy Spirit from the gift of all gifts, Christ Jesus. And some of you might be saying, boy, you guys really talk about the plan of salvation a lot. And you sure read from Acts 2.38 a lot. Yes, we do. Because we want you to experience everything that God has for you. Don't leave any gifts on the table. Why are you leaving gifts on the table? You wouldn't dare leave a Christmas gift under your tree. You all know that. Be like, oh, who's this one for? Did we not pass this out? Don't leave anything on the table with God. Yes. Get everything yes. that he has for you. Yes. Thank you, Jesus. I want salvation, and I want eternity in heaven with Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. And so today, as we celebrate the ultimate gift, I feel compelled to remind you that you are a gift. God really gave that to me for you today. You are a gift, and you need to know that. You are fearfully and wonderfully made, yes. and there is nobody like you. You are unique and one of a kind, precious to the master of the universe, Christ Jesus, who made Amen. you. Beautiful, wonderful, spectacular you. Yes. Not so that you could seek after or chase someone else's ambitions or someone else's approval, but so you can be better today than you were yesterday, that you can be boldly pursue the very things that you were created for. You are a gift, and when you step into everything that God has for you, you will inspire others to do the same, and you will draw others to the feet of Jesus. Amen. Without him, I can't even stick a toe out of bed in the morning. But with him, nothing is impossible. With him, I can do anything. With him, you can do anything. And with him, we can be the gifts that keep on giving for the glory of the almighty, most holy, one true God, Christ Jesus our Lord, the ultimate gift. What an incredible message. Thank you again for joining us on the podcast. And may God bless you.